Was it you that was taking issue with the word wizarding recently? Oh, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I just... There's already already a word. It's wizardry. Wizardry. That's the word. It already exists. We don't need wizarding. What are you up to? I'm wizarding. <laughs> you know, it's so fucking stupid. That looks stupid. more like masturbating than wizarding. Well, because everybody that likes Harry Potter is sticking their wand up their bunghole. <laughs> Welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. I am Caitlin, and with me today are... Jake. Chris. And Ames. Where were you just now, Jake? I didn't know I was next. Because <laughs> it is really complicated. It's it so also in hot his in defense. It's very warm, and we're going to start losing our minds it's very quickly. It's hot in here. So, uh... Yep. Wow. Yep, that's Jake's how I already feel. melted into a pool. Poor Jake. We're here today to uh, talk about three episodes from the animated series, specifically One of Our Planets is Missing, The Lorelei Signal, and and More Tribbles, More Troubles. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I know. I knew you'd hate that. I hated that I knew you would. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, So when One of Our Planets is Missing, I feel like the name is actually a little bit misleading, but the Enterprise crew find themselves face-to-face with a giant cloud that seems to be quasi-sentient and is heading straight for (laughs) Mantilles, which uh, I misheard as Mantitties when we were watching (laughs) it. So I kept calling it Mantitties, even though I knew it was not correct. I'm, I'm glad we can continue. Yes. The cloud is about to envelop and devour Mantilles, so the Enterprise crew flies right the fuck into the middle of it to try to stop it, and then, you know, as usual, they try to shoot it with their phasers at full power, and guess what? It does not a fucking thing, obviously. But then Spock is all like, well, Captain, this cloud might have sentience. Look, it looks like it has a brain right there in its brain hole. Did you see all these intestines we're kind of in? Yeah. Like, it was like well, inner space. It ate us, and it <clears throat> seems to have a butthole, so let's just fly right out that butthole. Spock's like, I'm gonna mind meld this fucking cloud. And then, like, ten minutes of the most boring and uninteresting and poorly conceived dialogue between Spock and a cloud monster uh, happens. I loved it. Oh, hated it. Hated it. Hear me. Hear me. Listen to me. Yeah, whatever. Fuck. And so Spock's like, hey, Cloud, if you go and eat that planet, you're going to kill lots of people. And the Cloud's like, what? And then the Cloud's like, nope, I don't really want to kill people. And they're like, well, then get the fuck out back to your own galaxy. And the Cloud's like, well, it's a long drive, but I guess I'll go. The end. It's really great. And then in the Lorelei signal, the Enterprise crew makes contact with a planet. Their signal has a strange effect on the male crew members. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boing. They are. They start seeing hallucinations of sexy bitches and magnolias in bloom. Yes, blooming magnolias. Vagina. Don't vagina know why he's into that. Vajayjo. Well, uh, you're into some kinky shit. Well, you know. I just stick my bones. dick in a flower. Sorry. <laughs> wow. It's hot. My inhibitions. Have <laughs> Hope it's not a Venus flytrap. Oh my. I thought the, these were about those uh, Georgia O'Keeffe paintings. They do look an awful lot like vajayjays. So anyway, they go to this planet, and um, immediately the guys and their boners are taken captive by the women who plan to... The women! Who plan to suck them dry of their energy. Uh, We discover that... Yeah, blowjobs. And uh, we discover that they're on this planet, and they're sort of cursed. Like, they, they live forever, they can't die, and all their men died, so they really just want some D... 
But uh, meanwhile, while you know the, the 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 men folk are down on the planet hoping to get their wigwams, you know, licked and stuff, Ahura is like, "What the fuck is wrong with these guys?" Nurse Chapel, I'm taking control of this ship, and we're gonna figure out what's going on. And, Hashtag uh, feminism. Fuck yeah! And then um, she gets together like an all female security team, which then. Spock is like, we need an all-female security team. And she's like, yes, just like you ordered. And I was like, no, fuck you, Uhura. You ordered it. Don't you dare. I was so mad. But anyway, um, the women saved the day. And they have, but, you know, the men have been on the planet aging 10 years per day. Uh, so they're all old and haggard and shit. When they get back on the ship, and they're kind of like, well, we could try, uh, you know, the transporter. Maybe that can fix it. I mean, the chances are 99.7 to 1. And if we fuck it up, we're going to die. But let's just try it anyhow. And they magically get fixed back to their normal, lovely, not-so-old and wrinkly selves. And also they relocate the, the women to another planet, which um, will not make them live forever and where they are guaranteed to get the D. In More Tribbles, More Troubles, we've got 99 problems and reproducing tribbles ain't none. So the Enterprise crew is on their way back to our favorite place in the galaxy, Sherman's planet, and they're once again trying to bring them Quadra Triticale, and they're pronouncing it. Oh, was it Quinta Triticale? Okay, because they were saying it weird, and I was like, why are they pronouncing it that way? one better. Apparently. (laughs) One more Triticale. One more. Excuse me, Quinto Triticale, which explains why I, like, kept not understanding what the fuck they were saying. Uh, So they're bringing a couple of loads of that over to Sherman's planet. But again, they, they bump into some Klingons and the Klingons are like shooting at some little little ship and, uh, you know, the Enterprise crew rescues the the captain of that vessel. Uh, and it turns out it's our favorite guy ever, Cyrano Jones, Is who he? brings more fucking tribbles. And this time, they're not going to mate. He's fixed that shit. He went ahead and did some fucking... Genetical tink, genetical, genetic tinkering apparently, because he does that. And now these uh, these triples don't mate, but what they do is get fucking huge. <laughs> so it turns out, and actually, you know, now I know how uh, Cyrano Jones got to start his new business on Space Station K Seven because he had the help of the Glomer, which is a triple hunting little creature that looked actually, as Chris pointed out, super cute. And it's like they genetically engineered this thing and then gave it spikes. Just to, like, make it look less cute, I and think. cute little feet, though. The he feet did have cute yeah. little feet. He was adorable, except for the fucking way he ate tribbles. That was horrifying. Horrifying. Cerno, you're a monster. McCoy it, said it was neat. Well, McCoy is a fucking sadist. <laughs> Love him. I know, me too. But at any rate, the Klingons are after Cerno Jones because it turns out they genetically engineered this glomer thing to kill the Tribbles that they that Cerno Jones had been selling to people on the Klingon homeworld, which doesn't really make a lot of sense since I thought Tribbles hated Klingons and vice versa, but apparently he found some fucking dumbasses to buy them. Well, I don't know who was the Klingon homeworld. It might have been like a colony world Oh, or something. is that what it was? Yeah, okay. maybe there were non-Klingons living on the Klingon yeah. colony and they bought the Tribbles. But what about Klingons? Were there any Klingons there? A few. Dozens. Klingons. I feel like someone at some point said Klingons yeah, as well. Yeah, I think really said Klingons. Yeah, that's right. It was Sulu. Fucking awesome. The Tribbles get gigantic. The One keeps sitting in Kirk's chair. Getting progressively bigger. The Klingons (laughs) are like, we're going to destroy your ship, Kirk, if you don't hand over Cyrano Jones. And, uh, you know, they they rig up the old transporter and send some big fucking Tribbles over to the Klingon ship. And the the Klingons are like, just give us back our glomer and we'll go away. And Kirk's like, all right, sweet. 
And then Cyrano Jones is like, no, it's mine, salvage laws. And they're like, yeah, well, I mean, you get, you're going to get sent over there as well, unless you want to, you know, let go of all that. And he's like, yeah, you're right, JK, I'll stay here. Thanks. LOL Wangs. Exactly. And then, of course, we discover that the, the, the big Tribbles are actually a colony of Tribbles, so they start shooting them with fucking... Was it a phaser? Or did no, Doc actually use the, some kind of... He used a of, hypo. Oh, is that what it was? And a whole shitload of Tribbles, you know, come out of this one big Tribble, which that seems kind of fucking weird to me, but whatever, I'm not a doctor, what do I know? And, of course, Kirk winds up covered in Tribbles again. Uh, <laughs> Is that the noise that it made? No, I bet it was. there was another goofy noise. Uh, I love winks at the camera. Yeah, he, uh, has, he has that really cheesy, like, you'd think I'd learn. Or whatever the fuck he says. Well, Captain, at least all of our tr- troubles are little ones. I loved that. I, I thought that was, I I that was great. audibly and threw something, I think. I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's why your TV's cracked. <laughs> Explains everything. So yeah, those are the three episodes we had this week, which according to Ames ranged from... Woo! To... Uh, so they that's, did. that's they something did. to talk about. So one of our planets is missing was just hot diarrhea. Lies. I, I liked it. I really? really I liked it, but also I realized as I was reading the synopsis that it was very similar to the short story I wrote for our fanfic challenge. P.S. everyone, check out our stories of our fanfic challenge. They're up on the Tumblr now. Yay! Hashtag SEO. Um, See, my problem is it just felt like the Doomsday Machine, but this time we can talk to it? It was very like the Doomsday Machine. It was also a little bit like the one, what was the name of the one where they go into the amoeba, the space amoeba monster? They even referred to it as an amoeba, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I, I feel like the Spock title, said something about, yeah, like, it one. goes for food the way an amoeba does. And I was like, how does an amoeba go for food? Yeah, so I just felt like fucking triple retread, you know? It's just like, oh... Wow, none of this is original, and somehow this 25-minute episode feels like it took eight and a half hours. You know what I did like was they they brought back, what's his fucking name, Robert Wesley, who was the Commodore from Ultimate Computer. Oh, that's why the name was familiar. Yeah, the one who sent everybody on their war war games, and Kirk made a comment saying, well... Wesley is a known hysteric, so maybe we shouldn't tell him right away that his planet's doomed. And I'm like, yeah, he would be a known hysteric, because, you know, he was involved in the I thought he said he's fun. no hysteric. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, what I thought. I thought oh, is that what they said? I missed that, then. Well, either way, they're right. Either way, fucking... I mean, he wh- took it in stride. He's he like, did. well, we'll save the children. What Wrong was- move. Don't save the children. Agreed. Save yeah, the he scientists. Left his he own own save own at least 11-year-old no- daughter with him wow. to die. Selfish. What I kind of loved was the idea that you know, it's when when Wesley calls them back the first time, he's like, "Oh, uh, send them, in, uh, send it to my quarters." I just wanted to kind of be like the message was just him screaming, like, <laughs> <laughs> for like thirty seconds. Kirk just sits there blinking. <laughs> no, I don't probably know. The animation not. Yeah. do much. Yeah, it's true. Say, there would be no blinking. He might blink once. It would yeah. just be a blank face, yeah, just staring like most of the animation is. Seriously, I feel like Space Ghost Coast to Coast had better animation than this uh, fucking show. I feel like it did. It did. <laughs> like, there's no feels like. It's an actual fact. Yeah, oh. pretty rough. Chekhov finally got some lines on this episode, I think. You mean uh, Lieutenant Eric's? Eric? Yes. Eric. Erickson? Basically. I thought that was Voiced Chekhov. by Dewin and sounding exactly no, no. like the Guardian of the Galaxy. He's right, though. It is Chekhov. Remember after he had that horrible... Oh, yeah, yeah. The burn <laughs> car wash or accident or whatever and it was. And his voice became, became Dewan's, making a terrible... Yep. Oh! Voice. Yeah, I'm not... Like, did it. he think it was supposed to be a robot? Because I felt like he was trying to do, like, robot voice. Dewan should know better, because he used to do voice acting on You'd radio think... and stuff. I mean, it's he probably... Doesn't, he doesn't know any better. They probably asked him to do something stupid, and he's just like, all right, assholes. 
I'm drunk anyway. Who cares? I'm doing 99 voices on this show. They're all either going to be me or a, a whiny nasal robot monster. Yeah, seriously, he used to have better better variety. I remember. Even yeah. in the, now in it's the like, oh, I've heard this voice before, and it's always doing. Because he probably... voiced everything in the original series, right? Wasn't he Nomad or somebody? Wasn't yeah, he, he one was of a, them? Like, it was a bunch of things. A bunch of computers. And... What are you doing? Jay, they, we've made that joke so many times. It's true, we do make that joke a lot. They probably I, I weren't still love paying it. him enough for him to give a fuck. Probably. That's like, probably the real answer. Like, look, look, you're paying for me enough, you, you're paying enough for me to give this much of a fuck. You're getting Scotty, you're getting my voice without the accent, you're getting the weird nasally whiny one. That's fucking it. I'm doing three times as much work for the same pay. He doesn't fuck even do, this. like, echoing, reverberate, like, booming voice anymore. That was a good one. That well, was Sargon, fair, and that one he could do. Being fair, a lot of that is on the sound technicians, and you think they had an adequate sound I'm technician I'm pretty sure Scotty show. was also the sound technician. <laughs> <laughs> and the best boy, and the key grip. I mean, it's probably not a lie to say that the program we're recording this damn program on is more advanced than whatever the fuck Filmation had for its sound editing. I mean... We also saw a bunch of stock footage when we were showing the the cloud monster the what, kids what on a people look like. And I read that because, you know, this was... What, what's their, what are they called? Filmation? Mm-hmm. The group? They also did Lassie's Rescue Rangers starring Lassie the dog. That, that was just footage from that. Oh. Which is why there was a collie running around in one of the shots. I had... Okay, see, it was funny because the silhouette, I was like... That's a man being chased by a wolf. <laughs> so, apparently they can't draw collies either. So, wait a minute. They can't draw anything. There was, a, there was a show called Lassie's Rescue Rangers? Yeah. Did Disney get sued when they did Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers? I feel like Rescue Ranger must have, must have just been a title that they thought was like something that people in like so, national parks did. Oh. Plus, who knows, by now, whatever company owns Lassie is probably owned by Disney and it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm owned by Disney. Yes. Point. I'm okay with it. What else can we say about this pile of shit? The stars were wrong. The stars were very upsetting to me. Why? What was wrong with the I stars? I didn't even notice. Oh, God. Whenever the Enterprise moved through a star field, it didn't look like... Because, you know, in the in the show, you get the effect of the stars kind of, like, going by. Yeah. This one, they were kind of, like, popping around like it was Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching this, like, they're... I feel nauseous, and I don't know why. Mm. I feel like we're spinning through space. I do feel kind of ripped off that at the end they just left through a sensory grid instead of the cloud's asshole like they were originally <laughs> planning. Mm. Oh, God, this episode. The cloud's asshole. What they said, it's like, oh, yeah, it's got this entry point and this exit, exit point. <laughs> and right after the shoot intestines yeah no one said it they're all thinking it's like we are about to get ourselves shit out of a cloud shit mm. out of a cloud they were, getting prepared to, they were prepared to blow up the ship before. they were and Bones was totally into it as he always yeah, is why is Bones so suicidal he's always time. very like willing to get everyone and himself killed what a sick And I don't fuck. think people even believe Kirk anymore when he's like, Scotty, go to self-destruct. And they're like, yeah, this again. Yo, sure, okay, you're, gonna, you're gonna tell me not to in a That's minute. That's right, it so blows their mind in Star Trek 3. Ooh. Like, All right, any minute now he's gonna... Nope. <laughs> oh, shit. Spoilers. Yeah, I don't, remember, I don't remember much of Star Trek 3 except the weird Ponfar scene. Oh. Oh, yeah. Gross. So upsetting. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, Is that Kirstie Alley or Kirstie Alley's replacement? Kirstie Alley's replacement. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Much rather have Ponfar with Kirstie Alley. I'm just kidding. I don't know. 
But you guys didn't like this one. I thought this one was okay. Hey, but it may, it may just be because I'm biased and saying, Mind melding a cloud! You guys are so brilliant! Dust off my shoulders. Your cloud was better. Was it? Okay, yes. yeah, it definitely was. This was just... Again, yeah, no, the, also, what it pissed me off was it's just like, Kirk is like, am I doing the right thing by ordering it killed? But then, like, the choice is ultimately taken away from him anyway, so he doesn't have to worry about it, because they're like, oh, wait, it won't work. Oh, okay. It would yeah. it well it would work if they would blow up the Enterprise. That's true, but yeah. even so, it's just that's... save save Mantilles, save all the children. Fuck the children. But uh, well, only five thousand. It, it reminded me a little bit 8, of uh, the world is hollow. What what? In that they had to make the deci- they had a decision to make about whether to destroy the thing to save the planet. Oh, yeah. It's like the thing with the... The, 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 the asteroid planet was going to collide with... Yeah, it was going to collide with an inhabited planet. And they were yeah. like, well, we either have to fix its core so we can blow it up. But it reminds me of the, that uh, thought experiment where you have the the dude tied to the... Tied to the you get four people oh, tied one. to the yeah. tracks, and there's one person on the other track, and if you pull the switch, you'll still run over one dude, but you'll save four... Well, it, I mean, it depends, though. Who's the one dude and who are the four? Yeah, I was going to say, is the one dude going to, like, cure cancer? Cause... Well, you don't know. It's just dudes. You just see dudes, and you have to make the choice. Do you do you, do you not Kill do... Kill one dude or do four you, dudes? Do you not do... If you do nothing... One dude you, No, if you do nothing, you kill four dudes. Okay. Because there's four people tied to the track that it's on. But, well, if, you ki- but if you pull the lever, you've actively done something you've to kill one cha- guy. Right. So, yeah. that, so that's... The, and that's the thought. I mean, what's the moral... The moral dilemma is doing nothing... Results in four deaths, but doing something, then you have definitively caused the death of one person. Well, I still feel like is there a way to kill them all? I mean, you let it run over the four, and then you <laughs> just stomp on the throat of <laughs> yeah, one. Do you have a gun? Like, I don't know why we're spending so much time thinking about pulling levers when you just run out there and untie the four people. Yeah, I mean, and plus, at the end of the day, I'm not going to pull that lever because the train union would be pissed at me. I am not <laughs> a member of the fucking... Yeah, you can't be authorized. Yeah, no. I mean, I know I could Now the train it. is going to the wrong place. Yeah, I ruined could... everyone's vacation. Someone's delivery is late. Like, there's just so My many problems. extra layers. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kobayashi Maru all over again. It really is... Uh, yeah, no, this one was just painful. It no, felt like it I was took okay forever. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I thought it. I found it slow, and I did find it to be kind of like. I was even okay with the mind meld with the with the way that they talked with Major Bear at the cloud. <laughs> oh god, because because if it's not doing, it's Major Bear. Well, and it, sometimes yeah. well, it made sometimes sense uh, because it, it made sense because it was her. It was the cloud was talking through the computer, computer. Yeah. Hmm. which has mm-hmm. Major Barrett's voice. That's why it was Major Barrett. Yeah, but you very much heard, like, a cloud monster getting used to the idea of language. Like, talk, listen, you, food, who, who you? I must consume. Sorry, Captain, I can't possibly initiate the Vulcan mind touch, which that annoyed me. <laughs> I guess I could try just reaching out with my mind. Oh, it worked! Of course it did. It's good to know Vulcan that... butthole touch. It's good to, Oh, God. It's good to know that the animated series is still willing to spring a few new... Vulcans can also do X tricks on us. Vulcans are just universally magic. They're basically wizards. Well, they're space elves. They're wizarding. Doing some wizarding. They're doing some wizarding. <laughs> uh. Ready to move on to space sirens? Uh, are we ready to... Space be... succubi. Not just any sirens. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm done talking about one of our planets is missing, which is such a bad title. Yeah, because they, they're not missing. They saw where it went. Yeah, yeah. They know where they know they're right where somebody's it poop chewed. Chewed up. Seriously, that thing must take huge dumps. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Laura, fuck me, Lorelai signals. Space succubus. I liked it. This is probably one of my favorites so far. Yeah, it was okay. I had some, I, I remember there being like a bunch of weirdnesses, like, let's hide in this giant urn. Yeah, yeah and then just, the world's then, fastest rain. And then I'm fairly certain that these are the women from Spock's brain planet, because they were so fucking dumb. Mm. Well, they're not anywhere around here, and we're not going to check in the giant space urn. <laughs> I guess we can just go home Which we're now. all right next to, as we decide to not check it. Oh, dur, there they are. <laughs> yeah, but like, also, why do you have a giant urn in the in the, the, in, Our, the in the garden? Fill with water when you need it to. Maybe it's a drain guys. bucket. Hmm. So I think this was a very good example of lean storytelling, something that season three of Star Trek lacked mm. because they they squeeze a lot in. Yeah, and they skipped over a lot of extraneous shit, mm-hmm. like explaining a lot of what was going on, and left it to the audience to to. to deduce like the aging thing like yeah they didn't say no one was like wow we're aging really fast they just started showing the the characters looking well no yeah. they did say though that we are aging eventually but that was like they'd already been oh, okay, aging yeah, for a yeah. while like when yeah, they yeah there was, there was a, a sudden moment of surprise where it was like why are McCoy and Carver was the other guy or whoever the fuck why, why did they suddenly look 85 years old why are my balls hanging down to my knees by the way that poor fucker was like welcome Dr. McCoy Mr. Spock Captain Kirk Whoever the fuck you are. Like, they didn't even say, he's just just there. He's like, okay, fuck me then? No, please, please fuck me. You're all really hot. I also liked, like, the the 20-second long, slow-moving shot of the Enterprise while Scotty is singing. That was so weird. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, what was going on? Scotty was in euphoria. We had to see it. I loved it. It took forever, though. Yeah, that could have been a little shorter. They always could have cut to the bridge faster and... (laughs) Just show Uhura glaring at him. Well, they couldn't, they couldn't cut to the bridge faster because then they'd, they'd have to animate him singing, which is hard. That's true. Did you notice how many times in all these episodes they did shots of people talking with their hands covering their face so they wouldn't have to animate the mouths right? <laughs> God damn it, Filmation. You guys were terrible. Oh, they really dropped the ball in the triple one. We'll, well, we'll get, get to that. Well, this is also the one, and I'd seen pictures of this before, where uh, Chapel suddenly has a red sleeve for a split second. Oh, I missed that one. Yep. Dang it. It's when they, she finds the switch to open the door to Spock's room. Mm-hmm. Her sleeve is suddenly red. And in an over-the-shoulder shot of Uhura, she's suddenly Caucasian. <gasps> Whoops. Like, I'm pretty sure it's still her because it's got the right hair. But she's What color white. was the hair? Black. Okay. So the oh hair was God. right, the shirt was right, but she was white. Did oh you, no! Was that who was that? Okay, because I did notice that, and I was like, "Is that supposed to be Chapel? What just happened?" Did you, I mean, did you notice how when when Chapel had to talk to the computer, they had Nichelle Nichols do the voice for the computer? Oh, oh was it? Okay, yeah. I was like, "Nichelle oh, can't at her talk, talk to herself." herself. Yeah, no. My they, father they, calls that mouth debating. But and that all the women on the planet had Major Barrett's dick. voice too. I thought yeah, that, that was like, weird. Wait, say that again, Jake. All the women on the planet had Major Barrett's voice. Oh my goodness! I think one of them may have been Nichelle Nichols at Maybe. one point. But to explain names, m- mouth debating is what my father calls it when, like in a cartoon, someone who is the voice of multiple characters are having a conversation. Like, it happens a lot on The Simpsons because, like, oh, Harry yeah. Shearer and Hank Azaria are 98% of the cast. Well, isn't Ren and Stimpy one guy and Weren't Beavis and Butthead one guy? And Ren... isn't Mart... aren't Rick and Morty one guy? Ren and Stimpy were originally two guys, but eventually it was just one. The others, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure Rick and Morty is one guy. Well, no, Trey they're Parker definitely two different guys. Stone are you sure? Like yeah. 99% of the voices yeah. on uh, yeah. South Park, too. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. But, sorry, I interrupted you. I don't know. It's gone. How dare. What were we talking about before that? The Lorelei segment. Oh, I was going to say, that's what it was. Does anybody else feel like Nichelle Nichols is really not taking to this format of, like, voice acting without prompting? Most of them aren't. 
it's, no, yeah, but it's she's bad. like pronouncedly bad in my opinion. Kirk like, is often bad. I feel like Spock he, is okay, but I think this is because Spock never like actually has yeah. inflection in his voice. Well, I actually felt like Kirk was finally kind of getting his sea legs in these Rocks episodes. Off. Well, definitely that. Yeah. DeForest Kelly actually was doing all right. I, don't know. I think that they're all phoning it in, but at the same time, I don't really put it on them so much as it's it's poor direction. I yeah, I'm say. sure the direction was mm. non-existent. Like they probably just literally gave them a script and said, "Okay, read these lines." They're not this. even telling them yeah, what no they're, context. They're well, to. Yeah, they probably get the script, but like I doubt if the animation was done before the voices. Yeah. Oh no. So they would just do the voices and then animate. Well, quote, probably, quote, animate to that. <laughs> probably no rehearsal. They probably didn't do multiple takes. It probably took them as long to record an episode as it actually takes to watch it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm sure it's more than um, that, but yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely not doing a great job with the acting no, portion of the voice acting. It's all pretty flat. And I, I, as I said, I expected much, much more out of Dewan because he's supposed to know this shit. What is he doing? Jake fired. Okay. Uh, what I actually loved about that long shot of like the the Enterprise and then the cut to the bridge is the fucking look on Scotty's face when they finally zoom in. His eyes are just like he looks drunk and bonerific the whole yeah. time. Oh god, there's that one weird shot early on in the episode where like Sulu's huge in the foreground yeah. and apparently in front of his station. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirk and Spock are behind it? Like, smiling. But, like, creepily. because of their height compared to it, it's like they're kneeling or squatting behind it. It's just like... <laughs> there was some weird shit. I mean, I don't want to harp on the a- animation every episode, but I we're do. probably going to because it just continues to baffle. Well, yeah, there's another thing that happened in Tribbles as well. We'll get to we'll that. Get yeah, we'll get to that. Here's an actual question because I got a little lost at one point. So Spock figures out some at some point... Ah, it's like we're aging 10 years every day. How long have they been on this planet? Have, did we learn like how long they It's a day or two at most, I would think. Because they aged what looks like 50 years in several hours, and, and McCoy realizes, oh, we'll be dead in four days, which is equivalent to 40 years. So how old does he think they are? And how long have... What? You know, yeah. honestly, no, Dr. McCoy's no. been drinking so much for so long that he's really not clear on much <laughs> of anything anymore. No. It's a good thing that doctors don't really have to be doctors much nope. in Star Trek times, aside from when they, as we've discussed, reconnect a brain. But that was one time, and he's probably the only one that could have done it. And even he was fucking making it up. He didn't know what he was doing. He just got lucky. Basically. I, I will say, though, this one uh, continues setting the important precedent that uh, when you need them to be, transporters are magic. I was going to say the same yeah. thing. Like, like it's lucky you don't have to doctor because you can fix yourself by the transporter. You really think they just would just do that all the time? It's I like, mean, it, sound, it was untested, and it sounds like it was very unlikely, even though, of course, it was going to work, because, yeah. of course, it was. Well, and this, this same trick works in at least, I mean, a bunch of times. Does it? But it, they do this exact trick in an episode of TNG. Well, yeah. they should use it whenever someone gets injured on a trip. Yeah, right. Like, whenever you know, someone like gets, you know, oh no, I cut my arm on this jizz flower. Just <laughs> beam them up in their in their previous settings. Yeah, no, like it's really not addressed the the extensive potential medical applications for fuck it, upload an old version, but Damn. with the current memories. Is that kind of like? Is that just kind of like um that fucking horrible movie? 
Do you know the movie, The Magician One? Oh, uh, The Prestige. Yeah, like, are they actually just creating a new clone copy and killing the old one off? Well, like, well, what happens? And what of the soul, Chris? That is, what of the soul? That is one of the oldest thought experiments related to the Transporter. Is it actually them, or is it just a clone and this and that? They're condemned to the Shadow Realm. I yeah. I don't like it one yeah, bit. Yeah, actually the torment. That's why fucking McCoy doesn't like Transporters. He yeah. Fucking, yeah, he fucking knows. He's thought about it more than the rest well, of them. Well, the, the fucking horrific thing, is it's, yeah, it's motion picture when the transporter actually does oh. malfunction. Yeah, that's I hate that scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever, I've heard about whatever, it. Came, whatever came back didn't live long. Ugh. Oh, God. Or prosper. Yeah, no, there was a pause there. Fortunately. Yikes. Yeah, no, it, it's the one time they actually like, they don't even show it, but you get some of the yeah, idea. You, well, there's like of a, screams. Yeah, no, it's, it's disturbing. Fucking, the first time I saw that movie, I was probably like 10 and it fucking traumatized me. That scene to this day, I like fast forward through. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to doing the movie because I know I can't do that in a group. Yeah. Transport so yeah, transport fucking horrifying. terrifying. Yeah. yeah, no, shuttlecraft. Also, women, am I right? So horrifying. This is another episode of uh, the writer just got over a bad divorce. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. What the uh, fuck? Women, they just suck the life right out of you. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant... I don't know. I thought you were saying that, like, the the women taking control of the ship. No, no. It's not about the women on the oh, planet. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uhura and Chapel fucking knew what well, they were Well, no, but, it's, but it works on both levels because, A, the guy got out of a bad divorce... And he got fired by his new boss at work, who's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the early 70s. The, the, the modern feminist movement was just uh, starting to pick up in a big way. Yep. Um, so, yeah, no, ladies in the workplace. This was, this was actually a horror tale from both angles for men of the time. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking at it now like, yeah, horror, you, you show them that you're just as capable. And uh, she does, and it's it's... Mostly impressive, except for again that time she gives Spock credit for something. Yeah, I was super up. pissed. I was like, "God damn it, show! Give a horror this one fucking thing." She was just saying that to make Spock feel better about him. Yeah, yeah but oh, making Spock feel better. Did you guys notice that like Spock was like Christine? I and did. Shit. They had that special mental bond because yeah. they love each other, and because she slapped the shit out of him that time, and because he was in her body for a while once. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> And they also, I don't know. No, wait, did she, have, a, did she actually start slapping him? Because I know Mbenga did the oh, no, she did. lion's share. Okay, she did she, a little she bit. Oh, yeah, she started That's why Scotty walked in. This was in... Uh, right, he pulled her off. Returned, right, right, returned right. Tomorrow. Yeah, What the off. fuck are you doing, you crazy bitch? What are you <laughs> doing? Can you... <laughs> that was a good one. That time you nailed it. That was there, perfect. Good rule of threes. No one gets to make the joke anymore this episode. Uh, what are you to K, man? Fantastic. Angels. Uh. Here's another weird thing. This is another thing in the timeline of the episode that I just got confused. So they determined, because they've been discussing with the Klingons and Romulans, who are the new buddies for some stupid reason, that the the critters make people disappear every 27.346 years. And this subspace radio signal reaches the Enterprise from 20 light years away. And since this is a radio signal, it would have taken even longer than 20 years, which is how fast light travels. So how... I think you're putting... Okay. How long? How fast does that go? Way faster. Okay. Well, wherever they are, they're 20 light years away. They send out a signal, however long ago, and it reaches the Enterprise. So they didn't just send it out this afternoon, and the Enterprise shows up, and they're like, oh, yes, you guys are here now. Good. No wonder they were so cock-hungry when they showed up. Well, we don't know that. We so don't know Sunspace what. signals travel a lot faster than speed of light. I don't know anything about Do subspace they actually? signals. They, yeah, that's the whole idea of subspace radio. Otherwise, you couldn't communicate. 
over over any distance. But I felt like they talked about like messages getting back to Starfleet taking a while once before during the original series or something. Uh, I'm pretty sure like subspace radio basically is magic and it's uh. essentially instantaneous communication. Really? Well, you have a clock radio. It can't pick up fucking anything five miles away, but subspace, we got that shit down to a yeah, science subspace, by the 23rd I mean, that century. Just seems to be, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure <coughs> there's some nerdy explanation about how, how it works, <coughs> but the idea is that it travels a lot. Wicked fast. As fast as it needs to, or as slow as it needs to, because yeah. like in Voyager, there's like, oh, we have to send messages on a delay. Or, you know. Sounds like a great plot device. Yeah. <laughs> So I, yeah, I wouldn't kind of, I wouldn't consider the speed of light any limitation. Right. I was I was still confused by the whole oh every twenty seven point three four six years. I mean, this I think thing at happens. the end of the day, you're just giving more thought to this episode than the writers did. Is what it comes yeah, down possibly, to. I was gonna say, I have a weird question. Do they even storyboard these episodes, or no. are they just making it up as they go along? No, they see what footage they already have, and oh, we've got oh, we've yeah. got a close up on Spock here. Yeah. Oh, they have to run, put him in silhouette. Fuck it. <laughs> Reuse some Lassie footage. <laughs> but Kirk doesn't have a dog. Too bad he does now. <laughs> Captain's dog, start eight. Ah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. I liked it. But yeah, overall, I, I thought this one was was decent. Decent. You know, not had, had some holes, great, but good. Well, but they have. They, they, Give them they the have D. All holes. I mean, it's the first one I've liked in any way so far. So. Really. But yeah, because I, I hated. Yesteryear. I hated. You're wrong. Yesteryear. I hated that one. The first one. I can't, I've already forgot what it was called, was like, eh, at best. Mm-hmm. So this is the first one where I was like, yeah, I actually kind of enjoyed Wasn't that. Wasn't the first one called, like, Days of Our Lives or something that sounds like a soap opera? No, uh, Beyond the Farthest Star. I don't know, that kind of sounds like it. It does, yes, but I wasn't Farthest the Star, we travel into space, so far away from all the things we love. Isn't that the Jefferson Starship song that's in the Star Wars Holiday Special? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the end of time. So were we all kind of okay with this one, or okay with this one? Okay face. with it. I think I still think it was odd. There were yeah. a lot of odd bits. The it teleporter scheme was was bizarre. Yeah, but again, we're gonna see that show up over. Rods running the place. Pfft. Yeah, seriously, women in charge. <laughs> they threw I'm, a ball at Spock. Oh yeah, that was so weird. Uh, I don't want to pay cash right now. <laughs> <laughs> like somehow that was the signal that they should all collapse. I'm too sleepy. <laughs> I also love that, like, yeah, we're going to send a ship by in about two months to pick you up, but first we're going to destroy your computer. Good luck! Like, they get there in two months and they're all dead. Yeah, but they just had a feeding frenzy. They ate Do you think they know how to do anything that computer doesn't tell them to do? No, they don't. Whoa, whoa, that's pretty sexist, Chris. Yeah, it is a little bit. These women were really dumb, though, so... Yeah, that's actually true. Well, it's because they were all blonde. Oh, and all the men died. Sorry, blonde listeners, I'm a natural blonde, so... No offense. Nobody heard that joke. What did you say? I said, and all the men died, and that's why they can't do anything. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. Yeah, it's that's true. just what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Yikes, yeah. That, that, oh, was, not, that was not my intent. This, sexism corner. This was just another society that had been in the thrall of a computer for so long that they forgot how to do things. Thrall? Like Shana? Kind of. Shana? So, speaking of, of precedence... Uh, in the form of the transporter trick. One thing I noticed with uh, Tribbles, Ugh. we got two things. Ugh. The first appearance of what will become the symbol of the Klingon Empire, mm-hmm. albeit ah. in multiple colors, and text that more or less, I think, looks like what Klingon text will end up looking like going forward, right? 
Uh, I, I didn't even notice it. it. Probably. Yeah, there's a lot I was of more distracted by literally everything in this episode. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the, the animation glitches took center stage. Oh, for like me. the time Koloth was suddenly on the bridge <laughs> nope. of the Enterprise. <laughs> How did you yeah. get here, Koloth? I missed you. Koloth was terrible in this episode, and I hate doing for it. He's terrible yeah, because it doing? wasn't <laughs> fucking the right actor. Yeah, they couldn't get. They got Stanley Jones to come. Stanley Jones. Stanley Adams. I do this every fucking time. Stanley Adams to come play Cyrano Jones because they wanted the voice to be to match, even though he was a terrible voice actor. Sorry, sorry, Stanley. You were great. But I don't whatever. know. No, he was really bad. He was worse than all the others on the. On the I episode. enjoyed the. Uh, I uh, revoked my claim. Yeah, I withdraw my claim. Well, and I, I was upset. friend Kirk. He nailed that. But they couldn't get William Campbell to come be that's Koloth. Which yeah. Well, you know sad. why? Because uh, because money. That's why. But. Well, I was gonna say because uh, they were able to give Chekhov's ham sandwich to Sereno <laughs> Jones, but didn't they realize they brought out a ham sandwiches. No more ham sandwiches. Shatner wanted thirds that day. That son of a fat fucking bitch. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, so I mean, I I know you despised this one. Oh I my God, so I was in delight. I hate you. I might leave. I was like, because <laughs> I was just like. So what's gonna happen? Are they just gonna keep getting fatter? Oh yes, I called this episode. So I win. I just want to point out that's why Chris liked this episode because okay, he okay. was right. That's, that's no, that's that's allowable because the triples were cool. The that's, triples were all right. Oh, yeah, I just like the triples, uh, except they were all fucking pink though. That's because the director of the episode was colorblind. Stop. Hal Sutherland, the director, he was colorblind, so the triples were pink, and every so often when you see um, Klingons, they're wearing pink instead of some other color. Well, and they were wearing purple a lot, too, which that was could. weird. Let's be fair. Okay. These are genetically modified triples. Maybe whatever they did to them to keep them from breeding fucked up their hair color. Boom. Okay, sure, whatever. No. Also, also, it's a fucking kid's show. They're so. punk. Yeah. Also, it was probably way easier to fucking... Uh, <laughs> Ah, I just <laughs> no. Oh, don't make bear. Chris happy. No, <laughs> they've got tiny leather vests. How do they stay on? They don't have arms. <laughs> They're like beer can cozies, basically. Ah, ah, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I want that. <laughs> they just they still coo, but they try to make it sound kind of hardcore, and it just doesn't work. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, Chris has so lost if his mind. <coughs> reproduce, does that just mean that they're gonna die out like within days? They're like bananas. Bananas are are, are seedless fruit. So what do you cut yeah, but to do bananas you have to like make a cutting and yep. make a cutting. So yep. is that how you make new tribbles? Yeah, you or just clone them, I guess. Yeah, or well, it's not like they it's not like the ones that do reproduce don't exist anymore. You just take some of those, spam, and there you go. <laughs> you know, he, they're born he only pregnant. killed the you know one point seven million that were on Space Station K seven. He didn't get them all from whatever fucking horrible planet they were overrunning. Oh yeah, though I could have done with the whole Klingon weapon subplot. That was kind of boring. Yeah, that was a little boring. Yeah. Also, can we agree that Sherman's planet is just clearly a lost fucking cause at this point? Yeah, yeah let the Klingons take have it. everyone off it's that planet. It's been years, and they still haven't gotten fucking any Triticale to speak of. Yeah, well, apparently they must have gotten some, but they had crop failures. It's just like fucking who's the? Do you know how expensive and rare this shit is? Stop fucking around the people of it's, Sherman's it's planet. Probably not. Captain's log, start date a hundred years later. We're bringing a shipment of dodecacritically <laughs> to Sherman's planet. Oh, and it didn't get there because that was the Enterprise C, mm. and they got waylaid with that whole who's it they jumped into. And the Klingons, Also, more tribbles, because every time we go to Sherman's planet... <laughs> yeah. 
the Klingon ship that the Enterprise C was rescuing was actually it wasn't being attacked by Romulans, it was being overrun by, by tribbles. tribbles. <laughs> and there these tribbles go. don't multiply or get bigger, they fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> Jones, what have you done? <laughs> Oh. The Klingons claim I sabotaged their planet. Friend Kirk, I am no saboteur. I did Holy notice shit. Shatner still has trouble with the word sabotage. Uh-huh. There was yes. still a slight hint of that taj in his pronunciation. He was like nice. very like. It was a, very subtle, but it was there. Well, but it's also like someone who has never heard a word before. Like yeah. he was just trying to be like sabotage. <laughs> like it's like Kirk help. Holy shit. When did I... That was what it was. You asked yes. me about my good joke. When was my sabotage joke? That was during... Uh, Siren? This, this Lorelei signal, yeah. It's like, when Uhura said, there's a strange signal coming in, and you just started singing sabotage. sabotage. And then, and they, then were like, they went, it's music. Yeah. And I was like, yes! It's the yeah. Beastie Boys! <laughs> the best timeline. That's funny. It was funny. That's it's like funnier if you'd been there. Sorry, it's not The timing is I excellent. feel like I've been there. But yeah, no, like I didn't. I could have done without the Klingons. I could have done without a lot of it. But I was just delighted by the ridiculous tribbles. Yeah, the tribbles tribbles are cool. McCoy's joke at the end, where all the tribbles fall on Kirk, is funny. Yeah, that was that was another one good one you had. The tribble in the chair was cute. Oh, I love that. That was a good joke. What did I do, (laughs) Captain? Would you like to sit down? I think I'll stand. Um, he he was saying when when Cyrano Jones was first explaining they can't multiply. And the problem is they had shown McCoy, and there was a tribble in front of him. They cut no, away. It was in front of Cyrano. Cyrano had one triple in front of him. Oh, okay. But yeah, so they can't multiply. They cut to somebody else. They cut back to him and there's two. Yeah. McCoy's <laughs> like, but what about the multiplying? And they cut back. Now there's two triples in front of Cyrano Jones. And he's like, they can't multiply. And I'm like, they just did. Right now. In front of you. What are you talking about? Which I think they that would have been. back. He's juggling them. Yeah. I don't know. They're not multiplying. Like, I thought that actually would have been a great episode. Is like, he just claims they aren't, but they clearly are just... Multiplying faster than ever. I mean, when we see them, when we first see Cyrano come in with with a couple piles of tribbles, yeah. there's maybe 30. Yeah. 30 to 40 tribbles yeah. that, he, that came on with him. And then later when we beam them out of the, the, the Klingon ship and we see them in the halls, there's hundreds of them. And it's like, where did these come from? No, he had like three pretty sizable piles and these were small tribbles. I would guess that he had at least 100 when he beamed on. I board. don't know. Even so, he did seem to have a lot of extras. Yeah, they they kept they kept existing, even yes. though even though the glomer was eating them. Well, because they were getting too big yeah. for the glomer to eat, okay. they were wearing the glomer like a hat, as Chris said. <laughs> yes, which was delightful. Chris is like, oh, I hope they get too big, and the glomer just can't do it, and they wear them like a hat. And then the next scene, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That's true. I love the tribbles. I love the glomer. Everything else, I've already forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's funny because um, the the writer, Der- David Gerald, uh, pitched this episode for season three, but the producer, mm. Fred Freiberger, my notes say, did not like The Trouble with Tribbles, <laughs> did not like Fried the comedy burgers. episode. He was like, stop it. No, much too silly. Stop that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so he, uh, he, when TAS came up and the writer was talking with DC Fontana, who was the scripts editor and this, that, and the other thing, she's like, oh, can you bring back The Tribbles one? Do that one. And he did. And that's where it came from. And, you know, thank goodness, because the thought of trying to stretch this into an hour or 50 yeah. minutes or whatever, it would have fallen to pieces. Right. But you would have had William Campbell. There's no way Ooh, Scotty could have done that. That's true. Love that, him. Who? William Campbell. Koloff. Actual Koloff. Instead of Scotty doing Koloff's voice poorly. Sad face. That's, that's yeah. fair. I'm back, Captain Kirk! And <laughs> 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 I would have gotten away with the two of the <laughs> for you tribbles. <laughs> yeah! Oh, man. But 
But that was great. He had some really good facial expressions. Yeah. When he's like, you're going to give me a chance? And then his eyes just popped out all huge. <laughs> it was like, what just happened? Did you just fart? Was it really bad? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. and I feel like when... God, <laughs> given their diets, Klingon farts must just be lethal. When the giant triples behind him... I don't know. I think vegans are worse. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... You know, Kirk's like, are you ready to give in now, Koloff? And he's like, what do you mean, Kirk? And he's like, oh, you haven't heard? And he's like, heard what? And there's just a big fucking trouble behind him. <laughs> and, and he just makes these, again, these great big eyes. Like, oh, no. The one That's what he sounds like. Animated. He sounds like goddamn Skeletor. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> one thing I will give it, you know, I did appreciate that the one thing they did choose to animate were the fucking tribbles. And we got to see them really moving around a lot in this one, unlike the original, where they were kind of like either on strings or Shatner was just waving them in some guy's face. <laughs> like, it's like, no, they can actually, they can fucking get around if they want. Mm. Yeah, but the I mean, one got on, up on uh, Kirk's chair several times. <laughs> I loved that one. That was my favorite Tribble. <laughs> it's the captain now. I didn't even think while watching it that it would be the same Tribble over and over again, but I love the idea that it's the same <laughs> one, just being a dick. Oh, yeah, like, much like that cat earlier in this episode. Right, like, I said that last night. I was like, it's like a cat that you, like, it keeps wanting to sit in a chair and keep moving it, and every time you turn around, it's back in the damn chair. Yeah, cats are funny. Can you imagine yeah. if you fucking replicated some lunch and that big fucker was on your tray? <laughs> this is my chicken sandwich and coffee. Just a big, like, fucking beach ball size tribble. They could probably feed all of Sherman's planet with, with tribbles. With tribbles. But does tribble, but yeah, the they taste good? good? Yeah. yeah, like. Yeah, how much, how, and that thing is like, how much of them is actually meat versus how much of them is hair? How much of them is just more tribbles inside? Well, the big well, ones got to. I was going to say, in this case. The big ones. The big ones yeah. are a colony, though. Yeah. It's it was like, how the fuck does that work? That means he didn't stop them reproducing. He just sewed up their baby hole. Oh. Like, that's what it seems to me. Tribbles and tribbles. Ooh. It's like a matryoshka. Yeah, really horrifying. Is that the implication? Like, there was, like, it's like, it is like Well, how else does that work? They start out small and they get huge. Like, I don't know how else that would be. Except that they're being stretched from the inside by millions of I thought it was like they were... They were still yeah. replicating, they were but they were, like, replicating, but sticking together. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought of, like, budding that doesn't quite finish. Yeah. So they shot into a million dribble pieces? I don't buy yeah. it. I think he popped that shit like a pinata. That there was nothing dribbles. in the hypo. It was just, like, a pin. But, that's, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, then you just end up with, like, this giant, flaccid skin pocket. Yeah. It, like, floated away like a balloon, you know, when you untie a balloon, it's like... Like a balloon, across the room. Something, something bad, bad happens. happens. <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy the read on uh, on the very end when when Koloff has his crewmen shoot the Tribble and it explodes a bunch of tiny ones. Like any other orders, sir? Yes. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I give you orders? Sometimes don't follow that one. <laughs> I, I, I'm a lousy captain. <laughs> Oh, man. I'll get you, He-Man! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was a good episode, but I delighted in the ridiculousness of so much uh, of it. Yeah, I don't it know. It, 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 got, it got way too, like, cartoonish. It was, like, the first episode that actually, like, struck me as, yeah, this one's for kids. Because mm, all the other ones, fair. I know there was that weird balance of, yeah, well, this is a Saturday morning cartoon show, but it's not just going to be for kids, guys. But yeah. this one was. Yeah, this was, this was just... Sheer shenanigans. Well, but arguably so the, the original Tribbles. That's what I was just gonna say. Mm. Yeah, that was a kid show. There was some political machination going on, and this and that. I mean, there kind of was in this one. We have to figure out, like, oh, do you, do we take uh, Cyrano into custody? Do we give him the trip to the yeah. Koloff? Do we let Tribbles eat him whole? Yes, which is a funny that thing. That last one. 
Oh, apparently, in the in the original script, the Tribbles were supposed to be man eaters. Oh and no! They, and they cut that because Saturday morning cartoon show. No. Oh, that's even better than exploding Tribbles. Exploding Tribbles. And expanding triples, increasingly turgid triples. <laughs> oh, they could have had a funny joke where, like, somebody gets eaten by the triple and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> That would be Scotty. <laughs> or at least James Doohan. All right, Captain. Voicing some. All right, Captain Kirk, I'll acquiesce the man. <laughs> <laughs> no, even better, that's how they would have gotten Chekhov in very briefly in a cameo. Would somebody let me out of here? They still have to pay. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Walter. Oh it would, god, it no, would we just doing. be doing doing that. Yeah. But would they still have to give him a quarter of a ham sandwich or like, No, no, it's already part of Doing's like, you know, same amount of pay for eighty Ugh. times the work. What is that guy doing? Yeah. Five times. I feel now. like this I feel like this I feel like Jake has found your, your title for this episode. Uh, no, no, I refuse. Oh harsh. Wow, that's rude. Well what else are you gonna do in Great. Wow. Uh, any other thoughts about more tribbles, more troubles before we put Jake to bed? I want less tribbles, less troubles. Fewer. I'd fewer. Hashtag I'd, pre- I'd prefer to have more money, more problems, personally. Less. Shut up your face. I'm happy to have had what two episodes I actually enjoyed. Me too, but they were different from yours. True. But as long as, you know, it feels like maybe. Because after the opening, I was like, oh god, is this whole series going to be bad? Now but I feel the, like there's... The first, the first two episodes? Yesterday, yes. and Yesterday, yeah. like, Spock story and and the one that was okay and it had spider ants? Yeah. I thought that one was okay. That one was... Chris eh, hated yesterday. At best, and I detested yesterday. yesteryear. Yes, yeah, yesteryear was just, let's play let's play Spock. Oh, come and on. I liked yesteryear. <coughs> I, I liked yesteryear, too, but I feel like it, it, because it was half-hour format, we didn't get to see anything but... Let's let's have a Spock's story and not really much else. Okay, but if we had had more and it had been an hour Not enough episode, McCoy, that's say, a problem. Everybody would have been like, oh, there was so much padding. Why did they put so much padding in this episode? Yeah, no, yeah, so they I, didn't even focus on the plot. Maybe, maybe, I just maybe. feel like there's now a glimmer of hope that maybe some of this series will at least be tolerable. Nope. Because after the first week... <laughs> it's all downhill from After there. the first week, I was like, oh, this is going to be a long couple of weeks. It's only a couple of weeks, at least. Thank God. It's seven weeks. Whereas Voyager was going to be, what, two and a half years? There's some good Voyager. I hope so, because I haven't seen it in a long time. <sighs> Just don't remember. There's, there's, it, I think Voyager is going to end up being a lot like season three of TOS, where you're, where there's more gems than you were expecting, mm. but also a bunch of shit. Well, I was only ever expecting the one gem in season three of TOS. Bad. Uh, we're going to run that joke into the, the ground. The empath. That's the one. Yay. Yay, gem. Well, that seems like we have driven this one into the ground. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Please join us next week when we will be discussing The Survivor, The Infinite Vulcan, and The Magic of Megas Toe. And they spell magic with C-K like a cool kid on Wizarding! <laughs> what are they doing? The wizarding oh world of Spock. So, please do find and like our, our Facebook page, A Star to Steer Her By. We are SSHB Podcast on both Twitter and Tumblr. Oh, read our fanfics. Yes, as Ames mentioned earlier, our fanfics are all up there by now. Yeah, and, and by now my, my second fanfic, yes. which was not read on the podcast, uh, will be up featuring all eight of the not-drawn um, guest characters, some of whom are very good. Speaking of Jem, Jem is there. I love Jem. Doing her thing. Making faces and crying. That's what she does. So, yeah, go over there and uh, check all that out. Out. 
Do please subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting application, and if you use iTunes, please uh, give us a rating and review. For a starters to hear by, this has been Chris. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. Jake's gone. Oh, and this is always Jake. Is it? Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to tip your fucking waitress, I almost said. Yikes. (laughs) Wow. Be sure to tip your yeoman. Well, it's too bad that's getting cut. <laughs> oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> oh, come on, that was funny. I know, I'm laughing, but I think I'm not. it could probably It only makes that. sense in context of the earlier that's conversation, true. which is not getting kept in. Jake, neither of us is ever going to be able to run for politics of any type. <laughs> you know that. True. Run for politics. <laughs> <laughs> run from politics, eh? Hey. Caitlin <laughs> Mason, <laughs> po- oh, Caitlin politics 2020. Caitlin for politics. Caitlin for politics 2020. <laughs> I vote for you. I want to do politics. I make America great. Great time. It's very hot. Can we finish You're this? You're hot. That's true. Thank she you. is. Hey. Hey.